right. The tank commander. That's what they call you in these parts of town, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was my nickname for the World Series. Uh, so how, how many times do you plan on tanking during this interview? Let me think about it. Yeah, right? Um, not too many. Uh, that, that's what we're going to have a lot of, huh? <laughs> Everybody. How long do you want this to go? Yeah, right? Yeah, right. We, we, got, we got days. We, we got, All right. Steve? I'll take my have time. A cut, we have a cutoff? We got, we got uh, days, right? Really, we're good to go. This place closes at 2 a.m.? Yeah, we, we can oh, go. Oh, shit. I got all day. Yeah, oh, okay. Right. We got like, we got like eight hours. We got like 10 hours. This is a marathon okay. episode, by the way, if we didn't let you know that. <laughs> what? This, this is going to go for a few hours. Okay. All right. Sounds good. For, forget it. I take my time. So I'm going to need it. I'm going to need all the seconds, minutes, hours we got. So Kevin Maz, everybody, um, here live on Boss to Boss podcast. Uh, do you have, if people want to follow you or uh, check, check you out, do you, have you, have you come up with any website yet? Like the tank commander or anything.com? Uh, you know, I did create a, a Twitter after the world series, yes. uh, but I'm not an avid like Twitter user or social media user. That's just how I am. I've gotten a lot of followers like on Facebook and uh, Instagram, but again, like the Instagram, my friend made it for me as I was in Vegas. Yes, We saw that. So like, <laughs> like one of my friends made it for me. So I was, I wasn't even on Instagram until that moment. So um, even though, uh, I have social media presence, I usually am not on there all that much. I didn't create like any tank commander thing. Uh, I did, I did troll the poker community a little bit with my mm -hmm. Twitter. It's counted up because I was asking for chip counts every time that, uh, somebody would like, uh, be, be acting in the world series and be like, yeah, give me, give me a chip count right now. And they, you know, so I named myself counted up just to troll the people who yeah. kind of hated on me there. So why? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you've been asked this question. Maybe you haven't, but how many, uh, have you gotten any death threats about it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not that, no. you know, so, sometimes, uh, sometimes, you know, it's, it's kind of like a drama too. Yeah. They, they need to create a narrative behind it. So they need to pick a villain at times. Mm -hmm. Uh, and everybody hates the guy who's slow, who asks for chip counts, who does it, who appears to not know what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Everybody hates that guy. So like I was the easy target at that point to pick as a villain, which is fine. And I'm fine with that. It actually is somewhat motivating, which is in a twisted way for me. I don't know why it's so motivating to me, but it, in a twisted way, it was okay. And I was fine with that. Maybe they knew I was tough enough to take it. I don't know what it was, but it was, it was a really weird, it was, it was a weird thing where I think it was more of a narrative they're trying to build around the table. So like you get people who don't necessarily mm -hmm. understand and watch poker all the time. Uh, so they get those people to kind of tune in and be like, oh, this is the villain. This is a good guy. We want the good guy to beat the villain and take him down. And uh, that's the narrative they have to create. I'm fine with that. I'm just going to play my game. So for everybody tuning in, listening, if you don't know Kevin Maz, he was recently in the World Series of Poker uh, all over ESPN. He finished fourth place, uh, cashed out. Uh, actually fifth, but fifth. Place. Uh, fifth called, yeah, I mean, right there. You got, you got fifth place. Fifth place. <laughs> Fifth, fourth, it's it's all the same, right? As long as yeah, if you didn't win, yeah, if you're not if you're not first or last, right? Yeah, yeah. And you walked out with two point two million, correct? Um, something like that that most people, um, you know, they could only fathom walking out with that much, let alone in a lifetime or one night. You know, not one night. You obviously put in work into it. You were there for for about a week or so. Uh, right? It was eight. It was nine days of playing. Nine days. Uh, I was there for a week and a half. Yeah, okay. because there was a one day break. So I guess I was there for 10 days, which is, yeah, I guess a week and a half. Yes. How has your life changed? I mean, changed since then, because obviously you were doing, you know, backtrack. What were you doing the, the, the nine days, you know, eight, nine days before uh, the playing? Yeah, what no, were you doing? actually, uh, the Friday, the Friday I flew into Vegas. The, so the main event started on uh, Wednesday. It was around July 4th. Third, Wednesday, mm -hmm. July 3rd or July 4th, one of those days. It started that day, but on July 6th is when I planned on playing, which was actually day two of the event uh, because you could late register in the event. Which yeah, is a whole controversy. That's itself, another right? controversy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. So that's another thing. But mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I mean, on that Wednesday, I was working the Thursday, the Friday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I was working all of those days at a company in Wooddale. Uh, so I was working, just thinking, like planning a strategy for what I'm going to do during this event, because I'm going out there on Saturday or I'm going out there on Friday night after work uh, and I'm going to fly out there to Vegas on Saturday to play. What uh, were you doing in, at the company? Uh, I was an IT consultant, uh, okay. so I wasn't full time, but I was uh, I was a contractor more so. Uh, it was it was OK. I mean, I actually enjoyed it more than some of my previous jobs. Uh, I like the people there. It was a really, mm -hmm. really good company, but uh, 
all I could think about that last week. And even that those couple of months leading up to it was that poker tournament because that's the biggest poker tournament in the world. And that's the one uh, I really wanted to play. First time, right? For, yeah, first, first time, time I played ever. that one, yeah. yeah. Okay. So then fast forward, you know, you're, you're, you're here, you're sitting at a cubicle probably, right? Sitting <laughs> yeah, at a desk. Yep, yep. Um, and then next thing you know, you're there, you're live on stage with the lights. Right. You know, how, how drastically did life change? Um, from then until now, I mean, obviously financially, it's, it's completely different. Uh, I'm not, I'm no longer working at that company and I'm not working right now. Uh, so I have some time at least, uh, you know, people, people always ask me, what have I bought with my, with the money? And it's really, yeah, it, I guess it, I bought myself some time, some freedom yeah. because I no longer have to sit in a cubicle and kind of hate my life anymore. I have a boss looking over my shoulder being like, you know, you got these reports. If you've seen Office Space, yeah. uh, it was basically the typical. It was yeah, it was basically that for four or five years of my life, and I was just like, oh man. Uh, so uh, it's changed as far as I don't have to. Right now, I'm not doing that. I may go back to it one day, and it wasn't bad. The structure was okay, but it's changed as I'm not doing that anymore, which is awesome. Which is exactly what I wanted. Uh, but as far as like me personally, like any character traits or anything I bought, where I become like you know gauchous or anything crazy no i i haven't changed too much as far as that uh but it has changed my life as far as i don't have to do something i hate to make yeah. money which is awesome incredible i could play the game more uh, i could study the game more as well uh, i haven't gone pro or anything but i could play and study the game more and uh you, you know i could do the things i love like i want to go back to school i want to go back to grad school uh, so I'm studying for the GMAT. I want to go back to business grad school. Uh, so I have way more time to do that. Because you went to Loyola, right? And you I did. got a bachelor's? I did, yeah. Like, okay. uh, 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 what was it? A BBA in finance uh, and ISOM. So uh, bachelor's business administration in finance and ISOM. Okay. Uh, you don't hear so, that often. Someone, you know, doing it, doing it, making it like big. And then here you are going back to school. Right. right? And well, it's like... Uh, because you still got so much ahead of you, right? You're not just gonna give no, in, and no. cave in, and I'm done it's, with life. That's right? that's the that's the nightmare more so. Like right. it's okay. not like you get the money to be like I'm done with life. It's over. I could retire off to an island. No, you don't do that for that reason. You do it because you, you love to do it. Number one, I mean that's for sure. You gotta love the journey every yeah. day and doing and grinding it. Um, and then you just, I, I mean, you just. It's it, if it were all about the money, yeah, it would be like that. It'd be like, oh, no, I no longer ever have to do anything anymore. No, it's, you do it because you love it. Like I said, I mean, uh, it's just. And especially, it? you know, the, there's the horror stories. And has, I'm sure people have brought this up to you of, let's just say it's like a, a sports player, because that's usually the ones where the horror stories happen to right. where they make that big payday or whatever it is, you get that bonus. And then here they are 10 years later. Right. You know, fatter than ever by themselves. Right. Right. Everything is gone. Right. Everything is gone. They right. gave it away, uh, family, friends, and uh, right. other cool things, yeah. you know, such as boats. and. Right. Yeah. And usually <laughs> I think, I guess with sport, sports players, like athletes in general, have a unique situation mm -hmm. where, uh, you know, they've, I, I guess they, a lot of them have never come from money. Then they run into a big, big load of money and then don't know how to handle it. Uh, some of them don't have degrees or don't mm -hmm. uh, don't specify with like money management or anything. So then they blow it really quickly. Uh, but that is not my plan at all. I mean, I hope to save it, you know, have it for a long time, grow it uh, and you then continue to build, continue that. to build. Exactly. Yeah. Continue to build it, uh, build up my wealth, continue to do things, continue to strive, go mm -hmm. back to school. Uh, mainly, yeah, to your last question, actually, I wanted to add, like, I mainly go back to school because it's what I like. I like learning, like knowing myself. I actually just love the challenge of learning, like something new, something different, something I didn't know yesterday. Like that's just the, the challenge I, I, I'd love to put myself through, even though it's torture sometimes and it's painful. Uh, it's just it's another grind that I just love doing like poker. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to ever, you know, it's over, you know, life's yeah, over right. now or like I'm going to spend it all on boats and mansions because you buy a that's couple, not gonna and that, that's it. Like you're right, not going to get any other money that way. Is it ever going to? And is it ever going to like fill you with complete joy to have like the sick ass Aston Martin and this huge mansion? I don't temporarily, maybe. Not. Yeah, right, 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 like, right, right. How long will that last? Right, 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 right. And Aston it's, Martin's going to get old. Right. I mean, your car's going to depreciate in value, and you're not going to get anything yeah. for it at the end of the day. But, um, but it is money is still something you obviously need, and. Uh, I'm grateful to even have that much money and the so, chance to get that much money. So, so. it's almost, a, it's almost freed you up from almost like you were living in a sort of not a happy place. It seems like, right. Cause you right. couldn't just leave and go back to school right. and right. kind of 
think things through. Right. You, you yeah. had to earn, right? You had to keep a living going. Right. I mean, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't come up for money. Uh, I never really had that much money as a kid. Uh, you know, we were. I'm not saying my parents would like poor. We were middle, lower middle class, whatever middle class. Which, which class. nowadays that that is like technically, it's like us being middle class. Like we're well, I don't know anymore, but <laughs> it is like being poor in America. I mean, it but essentially, is. you you feel like it because like it's it's almost like you're stuck in a state of mediocrity, yeah. if you will. Because so it's like you're, you're you're like all right, I've always been. Somewhat just enough, right? Just I've been enough. just enough. I've been somewhat comfortable my whole life. Uh, I've never really challenged. I've never been able to push it because I've never had the money to do this, this, that, and that. Or I've never had the freedom and the money to not work and do this and go mm-hmm. for that, go for my dreams, go for my goals. But that's what it's done. That's what the money has offered me, created an opportunity for me to do. It's now, now I could kind of find what I actually want to drive into, what I want to do. Now I'm still going to play poker. I mean, it's a great hobby of mine, but. That was just like the vehicle to get me to where I needed to be now, to where I have now the freedom and like the the leeway to uh, decide what I want to do now for the rest of my life, which is cool. And why not professionally? Like you mentioned this, and I we heard constantly everybody that was watching on ESPN would hear this. You know, you're, you're not a professional, right? Kevin Maz, not a professional, right? Why is that? And how, what's the it, difference? Like, how, do you magically just flip a switch and you become a pro? I well. <laughs> In that field, yeah, anybody could be a pro. That's one right. of the issues. Like, you could not be making money and be a pro. Right, just uh, quit everything you gotta, you're doing and say, I play poker right, for life. Right, <laughs> You could do that, but, like, I mean, the game, why I don't want to necessarily be a pro is just because of the swings. Like, the variance within the game, you could, again, mm-hmm. like like what, what happened this year with me, you could go up $2 million in one year. Then the next year, you could go down a couple hundred thousand dollars. Like, I can't necessarily handle those swings. Those swings are just... They were driving crazy, pull my hair out. I'd rather manage, I'd rather pick my spots. Got like it. I'll play that event again. It's a it's a huge buy-in. It's a ten thousand dollar buy-in, which yeah. is another story. Like that was stressful even going into that event. But it, I'll play that event again and I'll pick a couple more spots where I play a tournament here and there. But mm-hmm. I'm not doing it professionally is just too nerve-wracking for me. And it's it's it, you you need to like be in that lifestyle of where, all right, I know my money is going to rotate from year to year. And over the course of five years in the long run, I'm going to make 70,000 a year. However, it's going to be very inconsistent. It's going to be one year I'm up a million. All right. You still have to temper your emotions when you're up that million. You still got to be calm, cool, collected. And then the next year I'm going to be down a hundred thousand. The year after that I'm going to be down a hundred thousand. The year after that, 400,000, whatever. So you still have 400,000 in those four years. And then the last year up a hundred thousand. So that's whatever, a hundred thousand a year we got. So in five years, you're, you made a hundred thousand a year, but you made it so inconsistently to where mm-hmm. it's like, uh, you're in different tax brackets each year. It's all, it's all yep, kind yep. of screwy. It, That's rough. Yeah. I don't necessarily hate that. And I'm not complaining. No, mm-hmm. I don't. It's not the inconsistency. I don't hate <laughs> yeah, that. You don't want to tell people but, you're complaining. <laughs> no, no. It, it's just, it, it's hard to budget yourself when it's like that. It, it's swingy, like controlling your own emotions during those time periods when you're actually down mm-hmm. is, is tough. That's why I was just like, I'm, but I'm sure you love the high and that's why you're doing it too. Um, there, there's part of a high there. Uh, when I was younger, I used to get like more of the high. Mm-hmm. I don't really get that anymore. It's more of calculated thinking now. It's more of the competition. I like mm-hmm. at this point now it's like, I, I see why people are bad, how they're bad. And then you just kind of like pounce on the bad people in the game at least. And then you just try to take their money. Uh, but you know, I mean, it, it 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 comes, it goes, it swings around in that game a lot. But same, same money run, wasn't involved, right? You know, same money wasn't involved, right? If money wasn't involved, um, would I be a professional? Uh, it would be easier for me, me to make that decision to mm-hmm. be a professional for sure. It would be. Uh, but again, like the tournaments I would have to play are almost like ten thousand dollar buy-ins, twenty five thousand dollar buy-ins. Those would be kind of. A little bit nerve wracking for me. Uh, if somebody were, so there, there are professionals who actually get staked by other people. And if money yeah, wasn't involved. Sponsorship, right? right, right. There's, there's sponsorships and stuff like that. Like if that were the case, um, I would certainly consider it. Um, but there's still so much more I want to, I want to, I want to explore with my life first. Like, cause going full time in that, you know, you're putting, you're putting in basically like you're, you're like the owner of your business and every yeah. time basically i mean you're putting in 100 hours a week whether it be studying playing uh playing cash games <coughs> tournaments whatever. whatever it is yeah whatever it is like you're putting in 100 hours a week which i'm doing I'm not, po- doing poker podcasts right right you're doing whatever video. you can like you're in the game you're in the world yeah. which is fine i mean that sounds 
So it's safe to say you're not addicted to poker. No, no. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's again, like I always said, I said in Vegas many times, like it's just a great hobby of mine and I love the competition. It keeps me competitive. It keeps me like strategically minded, competitively going. And that's what drives me a lot of the time too. So if I could channel that maybe to something a little bit more uh, towards the financial realm, which I mean, poker has a lot of financial concepts applied into Mm -hmm. it. And, you know, you apply them during the game throughout. But I would rather like uh, maybe one day that's my goal is to start like a financial business, my own company, whatever that may be. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I would safe to say, yeah, I'm not addicted to poker. I do love playing poker, though. I still love playing poker, and I'll probably always play poker. But addiction, but not a pro. But but the addiction is rampant, rampant in poker. Um, it, would you say like w- what's your thoughts on that? Like, well, there's there's, that? yeah, I mean, there's a different style 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 of player where it's mm-hmm. like they're actually addicted to the thrill and the gambling. But the those are the high, right, the right, right. There's actually and like, but those are the players as a good player, you got to take advantage of. Mm-hmm. Because they're gonna, they're gonna again take on way too much risk within this game because they're addicted to the thrill, they're dis- addicted got to it. the risk of the game. So you gotta, you gotta have a level mindset throughout mm-hmm. this whole tournament, throughout everything you play, to where like you can't be too addicted to the risk. Like it's a thin line, so it's tough to do. Uh, and over years and years and years, eventually that line becomes so blurred you don't even know the difference. So that's another reason why I don't want to go pro. But like the people who are in it, some of them, yeah, are just degenerate gamblers and like crazy and they'll take on way too much risk. But that's what you got to take advantage of as a player uh, who's thinking rationally and not addicted to it. And somebody who's actually there trying to win this competition. So you think a lot of those players are the ones that get weaved out or? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Luck, yeah. That's, I mean, does how much is luck? Do you feel a part of it? I, luck's a good part of it. Uh you know, I'd say if I really had to assign percentages, I'd say like it's 75% skill, 25% luck. Like it's just always going to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter what. But that's kind of like, that's like, that, that's life. I mean, in general, I mean, like investing, for instance. I mean, again, it's it's yeah, the pick, same thing. the stock, right? Right, right. We're this, invest. The same, same thing happens to big like hedge fund managers. Like one year, they'll be up 40% on their fund. Another mm-hmm. year, down 13%. The best, the best hedge fund managers over the long run make the highest return. So over the long run, the best poker players make the highest return. It's the same concept right there. Uh, so coming, you know, kind of backtracking, you said, you know, you came from, you know, pretty average lifestyle beforehand. Correct. How in the world did you come up with the 10K, like, you know, to be able to go into a tournament like that? Probably, you know, giving up a good chunk of your, your, your money no, that yeah. you probably made on, Definitely. Yeah. In, in a given year. Like, how did it feel? And the pressure. (laughs) Well, the night before I entered the event, like when we flew into Vegas, there there was actually an earthquake in Vegas that night. We got there after the earthquake. Um, So you almost didn't make it in time or? No, no, no. Like it was, I had two more days to buy them, but they were both two day twos. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, But we made it there on time. Uh, But like the night before I was basically like just rolling around in my bed, just like, Jesus, do I still want to do this? Do I not want to do this? Like, it's like, this is a lot of money. I told all my friends I'm coming here to play this damn thing. And I, how does like, I analyzed it from a situation where like, this is the best I'm ever going to play this game because I played it so much Mm -hmm. in my life and leading up to the event, it's the most I've played in a long time. I've probably put like a thousand hours in within the last year, which is a lot more than 10,000 throughout my lifetime. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was rolling around in my bed. I'm like, damn, that's like, that's, that's a pretty nice car down payment or a yeah. house down payment, part, well, half of a house down yeah. payment, maybe. So I'm rolling around, I'm like, man, but I, I, then I thought about it. I'm like, again, this is the best I'm ever going to be at this game. And I thought about like, this is the one thing that I wanted to do uh, with my money. Like, even if I lose it, I think it's a good investment for me to play this event. Uh, so I took the risk and I'm like, this was the one thing. If I could think of anything else, like yeah. anything else to spend the money on, I was like, that was it. This is the event. You like felt, I want to play this you event. You felt you had the most skill, I guess, with this or the most to give? I felt like- To make make that 10K into, obviously right, it's an right, investment, right? right, right. So. Exactly, it's an investment. And I felt like uh, where I was at with my game, uh, I could potentially make a lot of money. And you know, it ended up, working out to where I made a lot of money. Uh, and I know, I know you're going to be like, everybody who goes there thinks that sure. Mm-hmm. True. I mean, did uh, you, did you, you prepare gotta, you, for the worst or did you constantly yeah. think? Oh, for sure. I mean, you got to prepare for the worst. You're like, all right, if I lose it, I'm pretty much in the same position. I'm not crazy it's bad off. 10K. 
No, I'm I, not. I'm not saying that. No, no, I'm not trying to be like pretentious or anything. I'm saying that, like, even if I lost it, it was like, okay. I mean, it's you know, it's I get back to work because I did have a job at that time. So mm-hmm. I mean, I get back to work. It's it's you know, some months off my work, but um, I prepared for it. Uh, but I was also prepared to pick that spot and take that risk because again, it was a spot where you can make a lot of money. It's the one tournament in the world where you can make millions of dollars, and that's not even exaggeration anymore. In at least my case, so. Yeah, it's exactly. that one tournament. If you're going to play one, you're going to pick a spot. That's the one to go play. And it was like, it's completely different when you get there from what mm-hmm. you're thinking to. You're thinking like everybody's just. How in, so? You're thinking like. Most people have not. A lot of people have not been or. It's right, not, right. I mean, the people in attendance there, there's not usually a crazy amount. Right? I mean, it's decent. No, there were, there were a lot this this year. I mean, 8,600 like 8, about. Oh, okay. 8,600. They don't show it all because then no. at the end, it's like just no. the tiny little groups. See, see, there's so many like ironies. Misconceptions, right? Yeah, there's so many misconceptions, but like ironies in general about the game. Like when they put the game on TV, when it's like down to 30 people yeah. and 10 people, when they actually put it on TV, when it's like down to the last couple tables like that's almost when the game i don't want to say is like the least skilled but it's so big as far as like money jumps in the tournament Mm -hmm. it's it's not as skilled as when at the beginning of the tournament so that's one irony like when they actually put it on tv and when it's like at its highest pressure the game is actually less bearable to watch because like it's it's not as skilled as it was in day one day two day three day four oh yeah no it's crazy because you need to actually take some some good but calculated risks and there are way more interesting spots in in the previous days in mm-hmm. the days leading up to that final table than than there are at the final table she had a lot more crazy so, moments and right, luck yeah, involved. Did, right. well i'm not saying there's obviously throughout the run and the course yeah. of the tournament there's luck involved i mean but there were more interesting spots because if you saw me on TV, it was like, oh, he's just getting dealt aces a lot. Like, yeah, all right, that's part of the game. Like, I, I hit the top of my range and I'm getting dealt that. But, like, there were crazier spots where I would be, like, you, where you're priced in some action where you're, like, where you know your hand is about 40%, where your range is ahead of somebody else's, where it's about 40%. Uh, you jam all your chips in getting a, a price of, like, two or three to one mm-hmm. on your money. And this is a great calculated risk. And that, that's a great TV hand, too, because people would be like, oh, wow, that's a great spot. But that's usually not on TV because what you're seeing on TV is like the difference when 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 you outlast somebody. It's called, uh, I think the main model is ICM, independent chip model, because mm-hmm. your chips in money value are worth more by outlasting somebody at that stage. Because like if you outlast one person, you're making four hundred thousand yeah, dollars. It's crazy. <laughs> so you play almost tighter more by the book poker and less interesting poker when you're at that stage, just because how much money is on the line and the yeah. pay jumps on the line. You want, you're hoping other people knock each other out. In right, the meantime, right, right. You, will, yeah, you start tanking. You have, that's part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah for right? sure, for sure. For sure. Uh, but like, that's one of the ironies. Because you probably like, didn't do it in the beginning, right? No, 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 no. not too much. Sometimes I did. Sometimes I did. Uh, it depends on like, that that was I could explain that, but like there there are oh I mean we're it's dying a multifaceted. Here. I mean, uh, well <laughs> here let me let, the other irony to the game though the other, the other great irony is like uh-huh. this is the world championship of the game, but it's also like I've never experienced it before. It's the first time I went there. It's also like one of the softest fields. Like it's one of the the some of the worst players you'll see in in tournament Got poker it. go to play it. Just because it's the most advertised, it's the biggest event in the world. People go see yeah. it. Because they hope that that dream is so and close, right? The same idea I just said, maybe, hey, maybe I'm the fish too. Who knows? Uh. The same idea I said just said was if you're going to pick a spot, this is the spot. Everybody thinks that way too. So you're going to get the softest field in the world. And that's one of the, that's a huge irony in the game too. Like you're, you're thinking world championship. You're thinking these are obviously all the best players in the world. Not necessarily true. You get 30% of the field that say like, fish just awful they're never gonna win this tournament they just can't they don't understand the basics they take on way too much risk they're just not gonna win it you get maybe 20 percent. maybe i fall in this 20 percent. 20 percent that are good mm-hmm. but like you know they're, they're gonna need a lot of luck along yeah. the way maybe maybe we'll, we'll say that's 40 percent. 40 percent they're good but they're gonna need a lot of luck along the way and then you get maybe 20 percent the top of the rest right then 30 percent, whatever it is that that the top in the world where like they're more likely to make it there. They might never make it there though, uh, but they're they're a really good investment. Because there are certain people that usually year in and year out they'll finish in the upper echelon, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that's that's just that's that's the skill in the game. Mm-hmm. Like it's 
It's crazy though. Like those are like the the ironies of the game. Like again, you get like one of the softest fields in the biggest event that's supposed to be the best people in the world. Yeah. And then you get for TV, almost the worst playing that you'll ever watch. So it's funny. It's funny that yeah. way. But uh, I mean, thinking about it, what other world championship can you l go there and just bring money and play in it? Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's not too many. Probably. I can't really think of anything. I would I'm actually sure there's something, but you know, like that's not actually even a bad model though. Like it was, it would almost be like the market would play itself out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hey, yeah. you want to go play the man? Like, all right, the masters is a little bit of a stretch, but you want to go play the masters and you suck. Go ahead. Yeah. And buy, then you get in killed. For 50 K right, right. pay us 50,000. Yeah. Right. I'd say more events should actually I mean, institute that. This could see how be, good you are. Whoever's listening. I mean, this could be like <laughs> a killer business model well, going forward. Right. Here's the best. Make a tournament. lot of money, right? right yeah. Buy in for 50k each, and the winner no, will be the right. new NBA. Right, right. And I, and I know like there's a lot of preliminary things they have to go yeah. through uh, to get there and all that. But like, it wouldn't be a horrible idea to like take some of these world championships, maybe like darts, bowling, whatever. Come to the event, pay this money, see how good you are. Let's see what you got. Oh, like, pretty, I wouldn't mind that fun. model, uh, but yeah, this is at the end only, of the day it, only thing I could think of that does at that. At the end of the day, it. it, it it kind of comes back that it's like a, it's like an investment type of thing, right? It is. It's investment, it is. 100%. Or it's gambling, or it's like something in between. Well, you gotta, you gotta look it's, at it as an investment throughout. Like mm -hmm. it's just what it is. Uh, it is like, it is like there's gambling. It's what you make parts of it. I of guess, it. Right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it, but there's gambling parts because again, there are people who just see it as purely gambling. But you got to take advantage of those people throughout mm -hmm. the course of the tournament. So it's a good way to look at it. And in the long run, the long run, the best players are going to make the money. They're going to last no matter. They're what. They're going to make the money. Yes. So tell us, why didn't you take any sponsorships? I mean, you could have made right. a few extra right. k easily, right? They were offering, yeah, they offered me. Everybody uh, got offered. Like most, a lot of people got offered. Yeah, I feel like everybody at the table at the final had something besides you and one other guy. Yeah, uh, I, think. I think it was me and Livingston. Uh, I think so. Alex Livingston, yeah. Canadian guy. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Yeah, no, they they offered me thirty thousand to wear like the patch, the yep. eight eight poker patch. The but I'm just like, on yeah, I'm just bed. like, yeah. I mean, we've already made a lot of money. Uh, I just kind of like they. Was it about pride at that point? Like not, no, or were you just trying was, to rub was, it in their well, face? <laughs> no, no, not really. It was just, it's just not me. Like I feel maybe it was a little bit of pride. Like I feel more like a there sellout. Had to be some there pride, there right? is like a sellout aspect to like doing that. You're like, I'm gonna last this whole tournament without a single screw help, it, yeah. right? At this point, I mean, we're guaranteed a million. I mean, you already like being, we're guaranteed a million. This is gonna be thirty thousand dollars. Okay. What's the, what does that matter right now? Like, no, it's not, I don't <laughs> want to sound like that, but like, it, it's like, you know, I was the guy who did it without the patch. Yeah. I didn't need the patch. I didn't sell it for $30,000. So it is a little bit of, I pride. mean, it was part of your story it's too. You had bit. Norman Chad going after right, you. Right, you had Twitter right. just full out after right, you. Right, right. Why not just tell the sponsors? <laughs> I don't want to party. Yeah. Right. Screw it. Right. Yeah. No, I don't need you either. So if you know, the whole world's gonna whatever, whatever. Yeah, no, but it's really actually been all good since then. So and did I, you thrive I mean, on that? Like did see, I mean, some people use that and, and they like built that up and kind of, you know, thrive off things like that. So there's been yeah. talk, you know, I, I'm, I'm, they mentioned it even on TV and somewhere online, you know, is this something that you kind of did on purpose? You would say, go uh, the tanking, just the and tanking your time. And you know, you so, were clearly well, like, one of the most talked about. So like, like I said, like you, you want to find like the, the people who are, are bad. Like there's sometimes the bad degenerate players. There's sometimes the bad players are really too tight. <clears throat> so you're trying to, it, during the course of that tournament, you're trying to isolate these bad players and take their chips and split a lot of their chips, find spots where you can play against them because you know, it's, it's positive value to play against them as far as chips go. Um, at that stage in the tournament, like the final table again, mm -hmm. like you're talking about players who are pretty good like you're not going to find too many fish at that mm -hmm. point like they're all they've all survived these eight days nine days for some of them for whatever it was they've all survived that long so you got to do whatever you can like that's like not even kidding you got to do whatever you can to get an advantage uh and a lot of the times like like to empathize with somebody at the table who takes a long time like when i when i've played against somebody who takes a long time mm -hmm. it pisses me off yeah like i hate it yeah so I mean, it's I the same everybody but i hate it i absolutely hate it but like the thing is why not use that to your advantage? If you know everybody hates it, try to piss them off too. Like you, pull them off their game any way you can. That's one, one of the reasons I did mm -hmm. it. Pull them off their game any way you can. If it pisses them off, more power to you, whatever. Pull them off their game, maybe they make a bad play. 
maybe you take advantage of that bad play, then you're you're then mm-hmm. printing money, if you will. You're making some chips. You're making yeah. Some you're money. hoping they get rattled and they make a dumb. Right, 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 right. And I actually did see that. Uh, you know, there was a hand where a gentleman actually three bet me way way too much, and it was actually like I'm like laughing there, just sipping my Red Bull, and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty fish play Wait, right how there. Many, how many Red Bulls did you drink? Uh, at the like throughout like, throughout the week yeah like uh, like there had to be there i'm surprised there wasn't an over under because you were either chugging a coffee or a Bull <laughs> or another coffee at, at that point i don't know how you were you were going <laughs> at that point we were up like we were i was basically up like seven or eight days straight like you barely at, slept barely like maybe six hours all week six hours all no week way. so yeah i swear to god yeah it's was it was it the rush was it it's so just like you got a I don't know. You just can't sleep in that moment. It's just like, man, this is a really big spot. Like, mm-hmm. this is a big opportunity to make a lot of money. Like, I got to be focused. I got to be ready for this. And like, you're sitting, you're laying there in bed and you're like, oh, wow, I really got to get sleep for this moment. Uh, it's just like your stomach doesn't turn you off. Couldn't. You know what I mean? It's like, screw it. I'm going to just grab a Red Bull. Think about it. Study a little and let's go. Like, uh, so during the course of the week, I probably drank like 40 Red Bulls uh, at the final table, though, wow. more. More at the final. Wow. I mean, more majority <laughs> oh, of the 40 was at the final table is what I mean. Probably like 12 at the final table. Just Which alone. final table was three days, right? Yeah, it was three days. I was only in it two days, though. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. so like. So in between those two, two days, days, you had yeah, 66? Yeah, probably, yeah. Wow. Well, talk about a sponsor that maybe you actually should get. I wanted, I actually, I tried, but yeah. You no, reached out to somebody, right? Yeah. One of my friends, I told one of my, I asked one of my friends if they could just try to see if they could get Red Bull because it would have been a pretty cool sponsor because I think they should get into that marketplace. Uh, but it makes total sense, right? I mean, I, right up the alley. That's all a lot of like poker players. That's all they drink. All oh, me. I drank 40 of them during the course of that tournament. <laughs> like if I'm paying for that, it's almost like $200. Steve, worth, we right? got to, we got to take that clip and like send that to Kevin. Let him take that and <laughs> give it to Red Bull. Cause <laughs> that's going to be his in to get Red Bull for life. I mean, <laughs> this, I swear, this get this, get this, this guy some damn break, Red Bull. Man. This is your big break. Dude, let's get him some damn Red Bull. <laughs> Cheers. Seriously. Who, <laughs> where's where's the wait, waitress around here? We got to get some Red Bull. Them. I know they have them. They do have them. You got you got one. But then Seriously. like yeah, oh there. We actually we right should have been was... a little more prepared. We should have had, like three Red Bulls waiting. <laughs> I would have been like chugged one down the real fast, oh. and we would have seen pro- progressively how the interview would have went as you chugged more and more. Oh man, I would have started like talking so fast you can't even understand me. I'd have been like, um, but you kept but, it cool over there. Yeah, no, like. Yeah, that was one of the things that surprised me. Like, I've never been in a spot like that you before. You didn't, like, react until you, like, at the very end when you had that one moment, which you know which moment I'm talking about, the one that was, like, controversial when you were celebrating or you were. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, When they, uh, six, they started singing. Well, you know, yeah, oh, yeah. That, that, was, that was just cool, man. Like, you, was, basically, it's like a 50%er. Like, it's it's coin flip yeah. in the game. So, it's like it could go, you know. One outcome could be he wins is all my chips. One outcome is I win all his chips. So it's like 50% straight up each way. And to win that flip with all your friends there on live TV, on ESPN yeah. for, the, I think the, the pay jump was $350,000. It's just like, I usually don't celebrate. I'm usually just like, all right, well, that's cool. That moment I just had to be like, screw it. I'm going to fucking do a fist pump on ESPN because I'm just pumped. Like I had not, like it was almost like a natural reaction. It was cool. Did you partake in the song singing? I don't even know what I was doing at that point, to be quite honest with you. I think I was like watching myself on TV with it. Mm-hmm. Like I was like shaking my head. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't it's hard anything against it's in the moment, right? But yeah, you're just like, I'm just like, yeah. I hear this song in the background and, and I'm just going to bob my head. Yeah, right. Because I know there was a lot of smack talk going on oh, between yeah. the parties. Yeah, and- between, especially between like his rail, uh, Zen, yeah. Zen Kai was the guy who came in sixth and was knocked out in that end. And then my rail, his rail, my rail were just like going at it. Oh yeah. There's right before that hand. Forth and everything. Yeah. Right before that hand, he's like, if Moss wins this, I'm quitting poker forever. And I look at the deal. I'm just like, I guess I got to make him quit poker forever. Right on that hand. It was like so weird. And then I just get the nines, knock him out. And I'm just like going nuts. I'm like, all right. How, how did it feel reading through Twitter after that part? Because I'm sure you My friends told me not to even look of, at Twitter. Yeah. Like my brother's like, uh, you're trending on Twitter at like number nine or 10, which was cool. Like Moz is on Twitter, but probably for the wrong reasons. There's like, yeah. Ma, we all you never, hate you, Moz. Never, you never read anything about that? I eventually went back like a, a week ago. I read a couple just of them. Just recently? But it's just like, none of it's really productive. It's just like, yeah. oh, I hate this this fucking guy. He's oh, yeah. stupid. I mean, it he's was... an idiot. It's like, okay, all right. Good for you. Thank you. You know, like- if it were productive, if it's you like, looked at it from a if it's like, subjective um, 
a, a very objective, I guess, right? Perspective when you looked at it, you were very right. open-minded. Well, right, right, right. If, if I saw something there that was potentially like, uh, like constructive, I would have yeah. been like, okay, maybe the way I played that hand was a little bit passive or whatever, but it was more like, fuck this guy. He's, he's, He's really taking up our time on TV. And I was just like, he's ruining poker. Whatever. This is why I'm going to keep ruining is, poker because of that guy. Yeah, it's like, that's the stuff. I will never watch like, poker again. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whatever to that. But if it were constructive, I'd definitely hear it. Like you yeah. got to listen to constructive criticism. Because I mean, there's some people friend. that, that do, do go back and read all these things. Some people don't, but it, did it affect you at all? No, I mean, I don't really care about being like, you know, crazy the loved villain, or anything right. or being the villain mm-hmm. or anything. Again, it's a narrative they try to build. Uh, Do you think the, ESPN itself or just the, the media pushed it all a little bit more than it really was? Yeah. I mean, no, like, like, like watching an episode like, of Jersey Shore. It, and, it, it, like, it's like you know. it builds momentum, if you will, because like ESPN gets outraged by it or says they're outraged by it to build a story. And then all of a sudden the players at the table are like, yeah, he shouldn't be doing it. So then the momentum keeps going. Now, the players at the table didn't even notice it. They didn't even care at that point. But then they watched the, the replay and the footage, and they're like, yeah, maybe we should get mad at it. So that second day, they were a lot more angry. They were, like, ignoring me more. So I'm like, whatever, here we go. And then ESPN still riding me. So it builds momentum with yeah. everyone. So really, the players at the table didn't see it as a problem until ESPN saw it as a problem. And then you had, Building like, a narrative. other professionals chime in on Twitter. Right, 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 yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. What's yeah, the cra- had, so tell me, what's the craziest like message you read that probably we didn't see online? Someone like personally message you or anything, uh, or tell you anything in person? I think that, like this isn't really. Uh, I guess this is kind of crazy. You know the Daniel Magrano, mm-hmm. uh, famous like best yeah. poker player in the world, biggest name. Like mm-hmm. after after I got knocked out and I was in the payout line, he actually asked me. He's like, "Hey, what's this I hear about you tanking?" And I'm just like, "Just like you know." I, I'm like standing there trying to save face, like, oh my, this guy's like the best my player in the world, guy. right? I'm like, I'm like sleep deprived, 10 days straight, basically up drinking Red Bulls. And I'm just like, there with my dad. And he's just like, what's this I hear about you taking? And I'm just like, uh, uh, and then I like made up some reason. And, and he's just like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And I was just like, oh, oh, you thought that made a lot of sense. That's pretty cool. And so, so that was the craziest story. Really, somebody told me, like, asked me at least about the tanking, and just because it's him, and it's right. Like, hey, he seemed like a really cool guy. Yeah, but that was uh, it. It was just uh, nobody. Go. I mean, a lot of the people who 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 really hated me didn't address me personally. It was more like this Moz guy needs to go. F him, clown. Blah 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 blah. blah. You got to just block that out. Sometimes. You said Norman Chad. You mentioned before. Oh, Norman. Yeah. The, the the our favorite broad our favorite broadcaster. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, he said uh said a couple he, he things just, too. He just asked me why I was doing it. Uh so th- I think it was during uh day 7 of the event. So this was before the final table. Uh day 7 of the event uh like I was honestly I was just like so like slow, so sleep deprived. I've, I started almost hallucinating at this point. We've been playing poker for 200 straight hours, or 100 straight hours. It was just like, "Oh, man, I'm I'm really tired." So it was like a 14 hour day and we're on like the 12th hour of the day. So I'm just really tired. Like I'm winning hands and I'm just like, and then Norman Chad makes a comment on TV saying like, well, I wouldn't invite uh, Kevin Miles to my new year's Eve party. I and I'm just that. like, I and that. I heard about that. Um, and then on the, when I did eventually make the final table the first day, I, I go to Norman Chad and I'm just like, Hey Norman, you're invited to my new year's Eve party. And he started laughing. Uh, and we had a good time. <laughs> and he's like, what's the deal with you tanking? And I told, I told him a couple of reasons. Uh, he's like, yeah, no, that, I, I understand that. So, I mean, he was actually a good guy, but again, you got to pick somebody to pick on, yeah. make fun of. You so he was actually pretty cool. Up. So he wasn't cool too yeah. pissed about it. No, no, like, because on TV yeah. he made it. He's made his stance very well known. He he might have been like pissed about it, but he did understand why I was doing it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, like like you could not agree with somebody and be angry at somebody, but if if you at least understand why they're doing it, it's kind of like, all right. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I understand where you're coming from. So it was one of those things. Would you say it's one thing you didn't mention and I forgot to ask, would you say it's also, were you trying to just enjoy the moment a little more? Like, is there's that possible? Some of, there's some of that. Uh, I mean, cause you're there and when you're the one causing it, they're yeah. naturally gonna talk well, about you and. Well, aside from like trying to get every edge you can, you yeah. also like, uh, like I was talking to Bernard Lee, like I was saying mm-hmm. earlier uh, on his podcast, like you also try to, it's also a matter of like priming people at times to th- 
think about like, so when you make an action light in poker, it's like doing it without a hand or without having a really good hand. You, by taking your time, sometimes it makes it look like you have an actual decision and you are priming them to think you're folding a bigger hand than you actually are if they're playing a lighter hand. So there's some of that too, where you're priming them to think that you're making big laydowns when really you have like jack seven or whatever. There's some mm-hmm. of that in there. So there's some of priming, there's some of just like taking every edge you can. I mean, TV time, <laughs> you're on TV playing poker. I mean, poker. you know, you're on be, TV be playing poker. Uh, yeah, it wasn't for that reason, but. It was a nice perk. It's a nice perk, yeah, to be there. Uh, I t- like I said during the event, I'm like, I'm, I usually don't play at tables for millions of dollars and yeah. I'm showing my whole cards. So like people actually don't see my whole cards and I'm taking that long. Like, you don't know what I have. So no. like they see me taking that long, they're like, oh man probably has a hand over there. So it's 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 a psychological battle at that table as well. So there's a little bit of psychology behind it, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be wrong or right too. Like I may be like, I know I made it there and all that, but I, people who end up watching this ultimately might be like, that's completely wrong, blah, 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 blah. I mean, it might be. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. It might be wrong. It might be. I mean, right. is there an official rule book though to poker? No, there, there's no rule against do? that. No, there's no rule against that. Just it like it's what bothers people. So it's mm-hmm. like it's like the basketball player who gets on your skin, right? Yeah. So like, how do you do that at the poker table? The you guy that's it? gonna block you before anybody's even there. Right. Yeah. Play. The guy who throws the elbows. Yeah. I was actually that guy in basketball though, to be honest with you. So but like, there's a theme here, ladies you need, and gentlemen. You need there's, to get there's a theme. You need to get under your opponent's skin sometimes. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's for sure. Because you got to take them off your game. However, you could do that. However, you could get an edge. You need to do that. Like that's one of my firm beliefs. Like you're you're in a competition right now. Mm-hmm. You are playing for a lot of money. You're playing for a world title. I guess is yeah. more important. Forget the money. You're playing for a world championship. Do whatever you can to win that thing. Survive like, whatever the it finish, is. Right. I right. Mean, do whatever you can. Like whatever. You got to be your motto every day too. Like do whatever you can to get yourself better. Get yourself ready. Get yourself going. Let's go. That's so just, I'm hearing a rumor. Is this true? Are they incorporating the miles rule next year for uh, ESPN? Where no, I don't, you're gonna be limited. I don't the, think so. Like no. in in all the big high rollers, they mm-hmm. have already like a shot clock. Uh, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're gonna do it at the World Series. Just cause like cause I wasn't taking long enough to where the shot clock would actually matter. I was just taking what, what, what is it at normally? It'll be like 30 seconds. I was taking it'd be like 30 seconds, but I was taking about 30 seconds. Well, you know what? On TV, they probably made it look like it was 30 seconds or more. Well, I mean, they made it they, seem like it went on and on and on. They ran, yeah. Well, they ran the clock on me eventually, and they said it was like slightly under 30 seconds, so the clock wouldn't wow. do anything. Like it would be like they were timing it. It'd be like the clock sometimes incentivizes people to use the whole clock, if that makes sense. So it actually makes the game longer in some debates and some arguments. Um, but don't they even call the clock? Is it's not until a player calls it on you too, or is well, it there? It you could, you could they inst- never show it. You could institute it, or you could, yeah, somebody could call the clock on you. I mean, at, as long as you've been given reasonable time to act, they could call the clock on you after like a minute, uh, and then you have thirty seconds to act. Um, so the rules by which actually, they're played now that, that is like a. De- it's not like it's that much time anyway. No, but yeah. I wasn't taking that long. Yeah. Like it was, it was thirty seconds. It seemed a lot longer. Now that it, like it's kind of weird. But that's why, like, it seemed a lot longer. You got to create a narrative, though. You got to build a villain, and you got to yeah. do that. And how do you do that? I mean, even when I'm trying to get under your skin, you can build me as a villain. Like that's just how it is. Like I don't, I don't really mind that. It's no. It's it's an easy way. They had to find. I mean, right. is, it, is it safe to say? Because I mean, poker. I don't know what where the numbers are at, but I feel like it kind of has been you know plateauing. Over the years. Um, yeah. I mean, I would say like it hit it hit its peak in probably the mid 2000s. Yes. That was when, 2005, when like, Moneymaker, Negrano. Everybody Hummy, played. Every, like yeah. it was the most talked about. It was that's when World Series was just like when it was, when it was on, everybody was watching. Yeah. No, so that was the time maybe, where maybe nobody the, understood the game. Nobody understood the math behind the game. Mm-hmm. There weren't many good players. So like the good players would always rise to the top. Always. So it'd be like every same tournament. Every same, yeah, exactly. Every tournament would be like the same 10 people. And they'd be like, wow, this game's crazy. But now that everybody has gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like it, it, it just hasn't built the same, you know, it, it doesn't have that boom anymore. Uh, it's kind of plateaued, but I would say in the past couple of years, it's probably risen again. Cause like the the main event went from, I think maybe like four or five years ago from six thousand entrants to now 80, 8,569 this year. So like this was the second largest field mm-hmm. ever in the main event. 
Uh, so the other one was 2007, Jamie Gold, Jamie Gold's tournament. If mm-hmm. you know, he won like 12 million total. So like his tournament was the biggest ever. This was the second biggest ever. So it might be rising again. And it might be partly due to like, uh, you know, it might be partly due to the main event and the narrative they're building around. Yeah, there's they a gotta, there's they a hero. got to do something. Right? Yeah, right, right. It, so it's safe to say you, but could, it might be, it you might, could be playing a part in poker making its way back. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think it was one of the better final up. tables uh, uh, in the last couple of years. So, uh, yeah, no, it's safe to say that for sure. And now now that you're, you know, you're back home and, and things are, you know, things are going kind of back to life. Uh, what, what are, what's some of the bigger changes you've seen especially uh let's just say people that maybe didn't know you in the past or didn't reach out right and now all of a sudden hey i'm your best friend right. i'm gonna send you a million uh whatever it is i'm gonna connect here invite you here right. Uh, how, right how do you feel about that and how have you reacted to those to those people do you know I as far as like personal friends and personal people i've known in the past it's been it's been pretty it's all been good it's all been really good like everybody's wished me well everybody said okay. they were rooting for me uh like my like a couple of my family members told me it actually like brought them closer together, just because like they were fighting for years. But it's like, hey, somebody we know is on TV and we could root for them together. And, and like whatever, everybody's against him, but also we could have some of your family. No, really, it did, and it like oh, wow. it, it actually made like personal relationships and people I knew in the past. It made it made me happy to see that people were actually enjoying it and happy for me. So that was good. That's uh, awesome. In the poker room, though, it's it's interesting. I'm like, I can't go to now. I can't go to a poker room and like play without everybody knowing me and seeing that I was the kid on the final table and getting made fun of, asked for money, whatever. Have you, have you been at one yet since? Yeah, I've played uh, two or three tournaments because uh, the World Series came to Hammond. Uh, that was another like smaller event. It was not like a ten thousand dollar buy-in mm-hmm. or anything. It's like thousand dollar buy-in uh, you, part, you partook i did did not do that well uh-huh. uh but that's the variance in the game was I mean, it fun it were they were they were they talking to you oh, a lot yeah. and, oh, yeah. i'd get the tank comment every now and then but i everybody would laugh everybody would have a good time but yeah in the poker world i'm well known which is actually another like great irony in poker it's like the better you become the harder it is for you to find spots to make money because mm-hmm. now people don't want to play against bad people don't want to play against you which is awful for your bankroll you're not going to make a lot of money if bad yeah. players don't want to play against you. And good players want to attack you. Mm-hmm. When good players attack you, it's really tough. Now now you're not going to make a lot of money. And so it's like a great irony. The better you become in the game, the harder it is to find spots to make money. So maybe I take a little bit of a break. I, I lose some of the notoriety <laughs> I got from the main event. Right. And then I go back to it. Hopefully next year, nobody Come back, knows. grow nobody, a big beard. Right, right. Pretend. Nobody knows who the hell I am because that's oh, – yes. everybody think, like it's an, I guess another great irony. Like everybody thinking you suck. Mm-hmm. For you in that game is completely beneficial to you in that game. You want people to think you suck and you want bad so you, players you're, you're, to play you're, with you. are running with it. You're hoping that people still think. Oh, that. yeah. So. Whoever thinks I suck, why don't think I suck? Let's play mm-hmm. next year at the main event. Let's do it next year. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's there's a lot of, like, little ironic things I find in the game now that I see how people play against mm-hmm. me. It's, it's funny. I find it. Uh, but it's been all good. Everything has been, like really like energizing good i've had nothing bad nobody said like hey can i borrow ten thousand dollars to no nobody has done that to me and it's, it's been pretty cool so that that's the poker community but and what about personal you said no personal personal that's what i mean personal nobody has done that everybody's been like man, nobody's been like begging you for money no 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 everybody's been like man coming out of was, coming out awesome. of the closet people that have no, never talked to you no, in no, years no, no, kind no, of no. all my friends like all my good friends were down there in vegas with me too like that was awesome to see like mm-hmm. Just to have that support. They created the posters for me, the Tank Commander, all that. So, like, yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's been all good. Uh, except for, like, the notoriety in the poker room where it's harder to find a game that I have an edge at. So, But give it some time. I'll, I'll eventually get back there. Grow a long beard. We'll see. Maybe they don't notice me. Did your did all your closest friends just come out just like that? Or yeah. did you have to bribe them? No, they came out just like that. Like, okay. it, was, it was really cool. Like, um I even said, like, you guys don't have to call them. It's on a Monday, and they're just, yeah, like, I mean, this they all flew in on that Sunday. week and everything. Yeah, they all just took off and said, screw it, we're coming. I had to take another week off. So, like, it was, uh, it was badass. Like, How they was all- Bo's the reaction at work when they're like, my- damn, this guy <laughs> all of a sudden doesn't show up for a whole week? Well, my boss, uh, my boss was like sick for the whole week. Uh, and like, on, fr- on, I think it was Saturday when I made the final table, I'm like, I, I texted him, I'm like, hey, uh, I need another couple of days off because I made the final table. And he's just like, 
I saw, man. Congratulations. I've been sick oh, all week. So he's been watching? Oh, yeah, sorry, he, saw, he saw me on TV and I was just like, because I actually, I gave him like a shout out on ESPN. I'm like, I told the company, uh, it was AAR and Waddell. Uh, so oh, I gave him all a shout out. Sweet. And no, he was, he was like, that's what I mean. Like, I actually enjoyed that job, even though the desk isn't my favorite place to be. I actually enjoyed that job just because the people were so great. My boss was awesome. Uh, the people I worked with were awesome. Uh, so my boss was completely understanding. He was excited for me. He's like, when I got back today, I did get back two weeks later mm-hmm. after I took another week off. Uh, he gave me the rest of the week off after that, too. Hey. Um, he, he he like, hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, moving on from the actual, uh, you know, tournament and actually winning, how has that affected your life afterwards, the aftermath, getting back to, you know, kind of reality right. after all that? How, how has that looked? Right. Uh, like I said, I mean, like financially, it's completely different. It's like uh, I, I don't have to do again. Like I don't. I mean, some people really uh, like the office. They like the structure. They like the the way of life that the office provides. Uh, I really didn't. I mean, I really just absolutely hated it. Uh, so it, it was able. Again, it goes back to like people when people ask me what have I bought. I mean, I bought my freedom away from that lifestyle of doing something I didn't like doing. Uh, so, so that has been the best, biggest change in my life. The best part of my life is that I don't have to do something I no longer like doing and I can find what I like doing now. So what do you uh, think that, what do you think that next step now that you have that money and you have that freedom, right. what's, what's that next step? What, uh, you know, your dreams. What uh, my dream is actually still to go back to school. Uh, I'm studying for the GMAT still. Uh, so that's still been one of my major dreams. So now I could dedicate a lot of time to studying for the GMAT and actually trying to get back into graduate school. Um, uh, poker is still a great hobby. It takes mm-hmm. me out of like some of the, it's that day. thing that takes me out of the world. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? That's like takes what you out of that grind. does for me. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. It's a you, nice break. Right. You find what takes you out of that. that some of the shit sometimes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, poker does that for me. So that's why I'm still going to continue to play poker for sure. Um, I volunteer, uh, still on Wednesdays. I tutor, uh, which is actually tonight. Um, and you know, I'm going to, I'm going to pick my spots. Like I did here with the main event. I'm going to find my spots, pick my spots. Uh, other people, I guess, call it opportunities. Uh, I'm going to wait for the opportunity. Well, I'm going to go find the opportunities, wait for them to arise. Uh, I'm not going to force anything. Uh, if I do find a job and end up going back to the office that I really like, maybe with some of my friends or something, with people I actually know, maybe that that is a path I end up ultimately taking. Uh, because the structure is nice at times. Um, it's not the best in the world. I didn't like it. But <laughs> if I were working with some of my friends, it might be different. I don't know. If everybody was my friend there, it might be different. Do you, do you uh, think uh, Do you think there's motivation? Uh, do, you, do you think you're less motivated now that you feel like you're maybe a little comfortable or has that played a part at all? There, There is a little bit of that. I mean, uh, you know, I was it was like a fire under my ass when I had no money. Right. And it's like, Jesus, and I really got to do something. It's like do or die now. It's like you're on the street. You're dead. You're living on your own. Oh, yeah. You're done. Uh, but now that you have a lot of money, there is a little bit of a pullback. It's like, OK, I reached that goal. But knowing myself, uh, I'm never gonna, I hate to say this, but I'm never gonna necessarily be satisfied. So like, I, there's still fire under my ass. It's not as like fueled as burning, but I mean, it will eventually be because I'm gonna eventually wanna do something else and achieve another another goal. Uh, yeah, it's not like going to school. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not, not like, like you're 70 money. years old over here. No, and you're no. like, you got no more future. How do you, right. and you still got to do something. Right, right. right. And, I mean, and, it, money isn't the end all be all to everything. I mean, money is great. Money is awesome. It's a tool yeah. though. It is a tool that gets you like, get you to a place, to another goal, if you will. So save, invest and do what you can mm-hmm. with that money. So all right. make it work for you. Well, now on to our listeners' favorite segment of the show. Welcome to the round with no name because they're all taken. We got <laughs> this one's gonna stump you. You weren't expecting this part, but pretty much we got a. Uh, you're gonna have five seconds to initiate an answer for uh, every question. I'm just gonna throw a couple quick curveballs at Can you. Can I tank? <laughs> <laughs> no, if you tank, Steve <laughs> Wiley, our producer, is actually here today. He is actually here. And uh, you better better watch out. This guy. You gotta give me like thirty seconds. He doesn't tank. Go. He doesn't take. He doesn't take tanking nicely. I'll I'll just say. Like Vegas. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Fine. Fine. Like, I'll try my best we're to talk, answer fast. Yeah, we're talking like like old school Vegas. Like he's he doesn't like mess around. Take me out back. You see that backpack over there? Yeah. <laughs> There's a ball. Pin Stomp on my hand. There used oh, to be. A, yes, we used to have another guy. 
That worked for us. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> took him out back, broke his yeah, okay. hand. We don't talk about him anymore. We don't talk about him. But here we go. <clears throat> what is your favorite book? Uh, Thinking Fast and Slow. Favorite movie? Happy Gilmore. That one's on the spot. Surprised it wasn't like one. a poker one. <laughs> favorite podcast? Um, I would say the Bernard Lee Poker Show. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to continue with the poker theme here. How do you drink your coffee? Black with sugar. Black with sugar, huh? And, and what, ice. Actually. And what's the most Red Bulls you ever had in one day? Six? Yeah, it's got to be six. Damn. If there is one thing now, uh, you know, say you had an unlimited amount of money, even more than you all had, right, all right. and you could start up anything you want, since you kind of are in a situation almost, you know, what would it be? But it could be anything. Like, you know, say you needed unlimited. Hedge fund. Hedge fund. So you just become like the typical Wall Street guy? Um, no. <laughs> I would start, I would run the hedge fund my own way. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. But investments is what I'm I'm driven to. I mean, that's why I was driven to poker. Yeah. Investments is just my, is how I see the world for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Uh, that's a great way to look at it. How, uh. How would you, uh, how serious would you take me right now if we were actually having this meeting and I had socks and sandals on instead of regular shoes? I don't notice things like that. So I'd still take you seriously. Oh man. I don't like, I'm just not, that's not my way of thinking about the world. If you will. Like I think more like usually, you know, people who do weird things, I actually kind of more drawn to them just because like they're doing something out of the norm, out of the ordinary. That explains a lot. Yeah. That explains yeah a lot. Right? That's why I do a bunch of weird shit. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, it's like, I see somebody who does something different. I'm actually the one who wants to go talk to them because I'm like, why are you doing that? Is there like an actual reason? And then usually there's actually a reason and it's usually pretty interesting. If there's one item that you consume every day, something new, you'll keep consuming every day. What is it? Maybe you drink it, eat it, or you wear it on you, but you won't go a day without it. You mean currently? Like yeah. what I do? Oh, Chipotle. <laughs> Every single day? Oh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to get a Red Bull sponsor and a Chipotle sponsor. That's Damn what right. we're going to get for you. That's Man, the goal. I'd save a lot that of money if I got goal. a Chipotle sponsor. That's actually Honestly. the second time today I did an interview with your old English teacher earlier. Yes. Um, and I asked him specifically what his uh, expert advice of the greatest marketing campaign or one that really caught his eye. And the first thing he said was Chipotle. So there's a theme going today. Why did he say that? Just he because. just likes the print and he likes the messaging and the branding. And how Dude, they get us that. some Chipotle and Red Bulls, damn yeah, it. What's going uh, on? Steve, what's, what's happening? <laughs> Joanna, what's happening? <laughs> get us. It. We, we need oh, some now. That is a great business model, though. Like you're able to pick out your own food or kind of feel like you're picking out your own food. Because now you got that with like Asian food. You got it with uh, pizza, the blaze, Cajun food, the blaze, blaze, uh, LeBron's company or whatever. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a great business model, too. Like aside from just like the print and how it looks like just that business model is pretty cool. But so say you're different. So I like it. It's different. That's why I eat there every day. Now I got to eat something different, I guess. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to change it up sooner or later. Yeah, eventually. Say you're stranded on an island. What is the one item you want with you? And it can't be a poker chip. Could be a cell phone. I mean. No, that doesn't count. Um, um, probably my lucky Cubs hat. Oh, the same one you had? Oh, yeah. Do you still wear that? How long yeah, have oh, you yeah. had that cup set? Uh, 10 years? Longer? I, don't, I can't even tell you. I've had a long time. Do you wash it or was part of the strategy is that it stinks? And it You mean during the event? During the event, I actually, like, for six of those days, I wore the same stuff just because yeah, I was Did you so shower like, or change clothes? Yeah, I, I showered. Um, okay. Did I change clothes? Eh, debatable. You wore the I same guess. thing. Nine to eight. eight I mean, I would you. wash it, but I would wear the same thing. Yeah, and yeah. Was it part you of hit like the hot uh, spots? At least you. Hit the <laughs> I hit the hot spots for sure. Yeah. But I mean, it's like yeah, you know, even though like I'm a numbers guy and I only think of like numbers and I'm thinking about spots and I'm thinking rationally, there's still a little bit of that like, you know, I can't change anything. Uh, just that superstition. If I change something, and it all goes wrong. It was because that I changed my why. shirt. That was why. I actually changed my shirt on, on the ninth day. I did. And that was the day I busted. I changed my shirt to like Shut, a blue. Seriously? I did. Yeah, it was so stupid. I still think about that now. Like, I was like, all right, why am I going to change That's, my shirt? But I'm just, I just wasn't thinking. Like, I, it was just so stupid. I wore the same hat, the same hoodie, the same pants, the same shoes, same socks. 
new shirt for some reason. And then I busted it. And it was like wow. so stupid. So yeah. you heard it here on Bossed to Boss. Kevin Maz busted because he changed shirts on the last day. So yeah, yeah the takeaway is don't change your clothes. It, don't change your clothes ever. No. Yeah. That, that's the key to the <laughs> success in the World Series main event. Don't change your shit. Yeah. All right. Don't change anything. Yeah. All right. One thing you can take away from this podcast. <laughs> Wear the same clothes same every clothes. day. Damn and damn eat, right. eat Chipotle and chug it with Red Bull. Eat Chipotle, Red Bull. wear the same, same clothes every damn day. Damn right. And chug yeah. it down with really Red Bull. Really giving a lot of value to the audience. Damn right. No cheese, no sour cream on that bowl. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no dairy. No dairy. That That is the way to go. Yeah. That's the way I'm living. All right, man. Kevin, it's been uh, definitely been a pleasure having you on. Everybody that wants to follow more of your story and just reach out to you, best place is just what? Search Kevin Maz. Uh, on Facebook, yeah, probably Facebook yeah. Uh, message or I mean, I do have a Twitter. Uh, it's Moz at Moz Kevin. Uh, at Moz so Kevin. if they want to follow me on Twitter, uh, it's cool. Moz is M A A H S. Correct. Yes. Yeah, double A. Uh, I think I got some like they have some flag for that at the World Series too. Who has double vowel consecutively in their Seriously. last name? What an asshole for having a double vowel. And I'm like, oh, yeah. You so, were just all around an asshole. Yeah, yeah just for everything I did, right? In my last name, but no, it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, they can follow me on Twitter. Uh, I have an Instagram, the Poker Moz Star. Again, one of my friends created that for me. If they want to follow me on there, they can. Uh, awesome. I don't post too much on that, but uh, yeah, I made one of them. Uh, we'll see you at the next main event, though, right? Uh, yeah, I hope I'm yeah, back on nice TV shit. so I can annoy everybody else again. Yeah, that'd be cool. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Well, Mike is yours if there's anything else you want to share, but uh, definitely been a pleasure having you on. Kevin, I'm looking forward to uh, to see you know where, where you go next and if you get that hedge fund or we yeah. at the final table. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for having me today, guys. That is all for this episode of Bossed to Boss. Your next step is to visit bossedtoboss.com where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is Bossed, the number two boss.com. And remember... The time is now.